welcome to episode 37 of the fourth down podcast i'm your host asher brandon i know i know i know it's late uh without just no call no showed the episode i forgot it was thursday yesterday and by the time i was able to record it was the worst timing ever i had no time between recording and then i had to set up thursday night football yeah it was just not worth it to just try to rush it and i sincerely apologize for that but that being said we do have a week to talk about week 15 insane like like i feel like that uh (laughs) i feel like that uh Christmas video. Yo, Christmas, just a week away. The NFL season's over three weeks from now. The playoffs, three weeks away, and I hate it. It literally, those FanDuel commercials saying, oh, football season goes by so fast. Sooner or later, it's going to be uh, the off season, and a cold night at the Buffalo Bills game will just be a cold night at Buffalo. That's how it feels right now. It feels like I've wasted so much time not enjoying games, even though I've enjoyed this NFL season so much. But, like, it just feels like I haven't been doing my due diligence as a football fan. Because it's almost over now. But, with that being said, let's talk about Week 15. Starting off with the Raiders and the Chargers. I'm sorry, who are these Las Vegas Raiders? This is not a 6-8 and eight team, Las Vegas Raiders. This is the old Oakland Raiders. They went back to Oakland for this game. 63-21. Raiders move up to 6-8. and eight. The Chargers fall to 5-9. and nine. Insane game. I think the Raiders scored on literally every possession they could, it felt like. The f- first half ended, and they were already up 42 to nothing. The Chargers only got 21 points because of garbage time. Insane. And it's not like they played bad. Easton Stick, 257 yards, three touchdowns. He didn't play bad at all. Isaiah Spiller, 50 yards, no touchdowns. That's the only like hole in their game was the running game. Uh, Josh Palmer... Four receptions, 113 yards, and a touchdown. Quentin Johnston getting a touchdown finally, and Alex Erickson getting a touchdown. The defense just could not stop the Raiders. Just couldn't stop. And it's insane because Aiden O'Connell, 248 yards, four touchdowns. They had to bring in Jacoby Myers, and he still got a touchdown as well. Zamir White, 69 yards, nice, and a touchdown. It's like, on the ground, hell, Amir Adula had 32 yards on the ground. And then you take into account, like, Devontae Adams. He hasn't had that good of a game, like, this whole entire season. Here he goes putting up 100 yards through the air and a touchdown. Trey Tucker getting two. Michael My- Michael Mayer, excuse me, getting a touchdown. And Jacoby Myers getting a touchdown. Three people you just... Like, three people you did not expect to get touchdowns this week. And it happens. Here it is happening. Uh, Jack Jones getting a pick. And it was just a complete and utter massacre. 
if you're a Chargers fan. But the good news is it finally got Brandon Staley fired. The Matt Patricia for the Los Angeles Chargers is finally gone. They are happy down in Los Angeles for the couple fans they have. But insane that Brandon Staley is finally gone. I feel so, so happy for this Chargers team. Uh, going over to Saturday games. Saturday football, starting off with the Bengals and the Vikings. And the Bengals end up winning in a thriller. 27-24. And I genuinely didn't see this game going to where it was. I I knew the I thought the Bengals would win. I'm pretty sure. I think. I I, I thought the Bengals would win. And then here we are. Where the Vikings take them to the limit. It's just an insane thing. Because it's not something you expect. You expect... You expected this to be a blowout. I expected this to be a blowout. But no. Field goal ending in an OT. Cincinnati moves up to 8-6. and six. The Vikings fall to 7-7. Seven and seven, Back to 500. Nick Mullins played an amazing game. 303 yards, 2 touchdowns, 2 picks. Uh, Ty Chandler, 132 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Jordan Addison breaking through 111 yards and 2 touchdowns. And I know that's not, like, insane, but oh my lord. Justin Jefferson, 84 yards and nothing. I... I, I, I'm speechless on how good this Vikings team played. Uh, a Caleb Evans getting a pick. Uh, and you go over to the Bengals. Jake Browning, two, 324 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick that we just talked about. Joe Mixon, 47 yards and a touchdown. And then T. Higgins getting two touchdowns. And then it was just a all-around game for all the Bengals receivers. They got equal yards and then Mike Hilton BJ Hill getting picks which is really what sealed the game for the Vikings and just two insane games in a row that you don't expect and then we go over to the four o'clock game on Saturday the Steelers and the Colts Gardner Minshew Minshew mania is back Starting with the Steelers, uh, 169 yards, a touchdown, and two picks for Mitch Trubisky. He's officially benched. Mason Rudolph is coming in now. Jalen Warren, 40 yards on the ground. Najee Harris, 33 yards on the ground. Mitch Trubisky ran for a touchdown. I mean, I guess that's something. Uh, Deontay Johnson leading the team, 62 yards and a touchdown. Defense doesn't do anything. Then we go over to the Colts. Gardner Minshew, 215 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Just absolutely none. Like, ins- insane what Minshew Mania is able to do. I-, I can't even fathom what can happen. And uh, what is this going to do for Anthony Richardson? I know he's the starter when he comes back next season, unless he, like, doesn't 
recover well, but I I I, I don't I I can't believe what is going on with him. And then you have Trey Sermon on the ground, 88 yards, no touchdowns. Tyler Goodson, 69 yards, no touchdowns. Michael Pittman, 78 yards, no touchdowns. But then DJ Montgomery and Moali Cox and Zach Moss all get touchdowns for them. Uh, Julian Blackman with a pick. Nick Cross with a pick. And it was just th- Colts win 30-13. to 13. Eight and six, the Colts move up to. Steelers fall to seven and seven. Once again, going to end probably nine and eight, so they can keep the Mike Tomlin didn't have a losing season uh, narrative, which is just annoying at this point. Let it die. And then we move on to the night game. The Broncos and the Lions. What a massacre this was, too. The Lions end up winning 42-17, moving up to 10-4. and The Broncos fall to 7-7, seven, seven and seven, back to 500. Starting off with the Broncos, Russell Wilson, 223 yards, one touchdown, no picks. You were thinking, huh, that's pretty good. Why did they not play well? I'll tell you what, he had six yards on the ground off of seven carries. The Detroit Lions held a rushing quarterback for less than 175 yards. Uh, We've struggled against Russian quarterbacks for so long. Like, look at the Ravens game. Lamar Jackson balled out. The pass Bears game. Justin Fields balled out. I don't know what Dan Campbell did when he said he needed to get more irritable. I don't know what fire it lit under Aaron Glenn. But this entire team just looks completely restarted from what happened last two weeks. This team is back in beating the Chiefs form. Back in scoring 21 in the first quarter against the Saints. And then you look at the rushing for the Broncos. Samaj P. Ryan, 37 yards on the ground. Javante Williams, 27 yards on the ground. They both got their fair share of carries. Jerry Judy, only 74 yards through the air. Courtney Sutland, also 74 yards through the air. None of them got touchdowns. LeJordan Humphrey got their only touchdown of the day, other than Russell Wilson's rushing touchdown. Defense didn't do anything, and then you're wondering, like, oh, where's the Jared Goff pick? He didn't throw one! Jared Goff goes 278 yards and puts up a five-touchdown game. Dan Campbell's pulling out the five out of his wallet again. That's five touchdowns for Jared Goff. Jameer Gibbs, 100 yards on the ground for him. I think this is his second time doing it. And a touchdown. David Montgomery, 85 yards on the ground. We could have two 1,000-yard rushers along with two 1,000-yard receiving uh, receiving uh, guys, I guess, is the, not the term I want to use, but... Amonor St. Brown, 112 yards through the air. Touchdown. Sam Laporta, 56 yards through the air. Three touchdowns for him. Jameer Gibbs also catches a touchdown through the air. So that's two for Jameer Gibbs, three for Sam Laporta, and a touchdown for Amonor St. Brown. The defense just looked phenomenal. Like They slowed down in the third quarter, but they always do. And then the fourth quarter happens, 14 Seven starting off with twenty-one unanswered points in the second. Then the Broncos come back, win the third, and the Lions come out back swinging in the fourth. What in the world happened? 
what happens in halftime where it's like, it, it's like they get told to let off the gas a little bit, and then the fourth quarter, hate them. It's like it's like this. It's like Dan Campbell says, "Okay, let him get comfortable," and then run through a guy's face. I don't understand what happened with this team to where it's able to just completely put the two past two weeks in the rearview mirror. Those losses never happened. And then just be able to come out and smack a Broncos team who is like two under us in the power rankings. I props to the Detroit football lions there insane from them going over to a less, a less impressive game. The saints and the giants Saints end up winning 24 to 6, moving up to 7 and 7. The Giants fall to 5 and 9. A lot of 500 7 and 7 teams I'm realizing. A lot of teams. Uh Tommy DeVito has to leave due to injury I think in the fourth quarter. Let's prayers up for Tommy DeVito. Tyrod Taylor comes in. No touchdowns, no picks for either of them. Tommy DeVito also leading the team in rushing 36 yards, no touchdowns. Saquon Barkley though 14 yards, no touchdowns. No touchdowns along the board for the for the Giants. It wasn't a touchdown and then a missed field goal. No, this, this was two field goals. Uh, going to the Saints, Derek Carr, 218 yards, three touchdowns, proving that he should be the quarterback going forward. Everybody is dogging on Derek Carr, and he comes out and plays some of the best football of his life. And he did it again in the uh, – he did it again in last game. It wasn't bad football. I mean, yes, they did lose, but it was not his fault. And I, I genuinely, I'm genuinely so surprised about that. Uh, moving to the rushing game, Alvin Kamara, 66 yards, no touchdowns. Jamal Williams, 24 yards, no touchdowns. But where they go is Jawan Johnson, a touchdown. Jimmy Graham gets a touchdown again. He's reviving his career. Keith. Kirkwood getting a touchdown. Uh, the defense just was able to hold the Giants for so much less than what you think they would give them. Moving over to the Bears and the Browns. Insane game here. You know, future MVP, Joe Flacco, t- leading the Browns to a win, 20-17 in the last couple seconds. Browns move up to nine and five. Bears five and nine. Browns almost have a playoff spot. If I told you, if you told me the Browns would have a playoff spot at the beginning of the season, I would have smacked you across the face. I would not have believed you if you told me the Browns would be in the playoff conversation. Could honestly have a first seed. Ravens. Ravens lose out. Miami loses out, and then the Ravens and Miami tie. The Browns win win out. They have a shot at the first seed. I hate that. I hate it. Uh, going over to the Bears, Justin Fields held entirely 166 yards, a touchdown, and two picks. Only 30 yards on the ground. Roshan Johnson, 36 yards on the ground. No touchdowns anywhere in the rushing game. Cole Komet catching a touchdown. DJ Morelli, 52 yards. Uh, the defense getting three picks, too, which really wasn't, really shouldn't have been their interceptions. Really should not have been. 
Uh, Tremaine Edmonds getting a pick, uh, Tyreek Stevenson getting a pick, and Eddie Jackson getting a pick. Two of those were from tip balls, or one was from a tip ball. I think one was from a missed pick, if I'm not mistaken. I don't exactly remember. And you're thinking, oh, Joe Flacco threw three interceptions. How did they lose? How did they end up winning that game? That's because he comes back 374 yards and two touchdowns along with the three picks. Jerome Ford, 20 yards. They didn't have any rushing game. But Amari Cooper and David Njoku both over 100 yards. Amari gets 109. David Njoku gets 104. Both catching a touchdown. Amari's the touchdown that seals the game for him. Joe Flacco just completely shows out a old 2012 Joe Flacco game. Uh, JOK getting a pick. DeAnthony Bell getting a pick also. James Prochet is even doing good on punt returns, which he never did with the Ravens. I love you, Prochet, but why? And the Browns end up winning 2017, like I said. Moving over to the Falcons and the Panthers. We have an upset. The Panthers end up beating the Falcons 9-7, and seven, getting their only second win of the season. The Falcons move down to 6-8. and eight. Uh, Desmond Ritter, 152 yards, a touchdown, but throws that late game ceiling pick that loses them the game. Sadly, he is not Little Caesars Player of the Week. Uh, Tyler Algier, 45 yards. Bijan Robinson, 11 yards. No rushing game for them. Jonu Smith led the team with 61 yards. Cordell Patterson getting the touchdown there. No defense to speak about. Going over the Panthers, Bryce Young, 167 yards. No touchdowns, but no picks. Uh, Chua Hubbard, 87 yards. No touchdowns there. Adam Thielen led the team with 43 yards. If you're a fan of the Panthers or the Falcons, I'm sorry you had to watch this game. This was... Ugh, it was... It, it was an ugly, ugly game. I... Shiz. I, uh, moving over to Buccaneers and the Packers. In a better game. Completely better. Buccaneers end up winning 34-20. to Bucks end up moving to seven and seven, back to five hundred. Green Bay falls to six and eight, could be eliminated from playoff contention with a loss to the Seahawks. I think. Oh wait, no, the Titans are playing the Seahawks. Um, if Green Bay loses, I think though. Uh, but Baker Mayfield three eighty one on the through the air, four touchdowns for him. Great game for Baker. Rashad White, 89 yards, no touchdowns for him. Chris Godwin leading the team, 155. That's not getting talked about at all, which really should have been. Uh, David Moore, 68 yards and a touchdown. Mike Evans, 57 yards and a touchdown. Rashad White, 50 yards and a touchdown. And then Co Keeft getting a touchdown as well. Uh, defense, really nothing to speak of. But they didn't have to do anything. So Jordan Love only 284 yards and two touchdowns. No running game for the Packers. Dontavion Wicks was their leading receiver with 97. Tucker Craft getting a touchdown. Jaden Reed getting a touchdown as well. And then just their defense also 
did nothing, which, yeah, really, really couldn't do anything if you think about it. But moving over to Jets and the Dolphins, Zach Wilson leaving the game early with a head injury. Wasn't a concussion, they said, but it was something else. I forget what it said. It was like dehydration or something like that. I don't know. I know that kid's working his butt off, though. Uh, Trevor Simeon comes in the game. 110 yards, zero touchdowns, two picks. No running game from him. No no, just ugly game for the Jets. Nothing was happening. The Dolphins, 224 yards, a touchdown. Mike White gets the ball against his old team. Mike White, Jets legend, four yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Raheem Mostert, 42 yards on the ground with two touchdowns. Jalen Waddle, 142 yards, taking over Tyreek's role while he's out, and a touchdown for him. Brandon Jones gets two picks for him. And really, it was just a complete show of dominance from the Dolphins. Just a show of dominance. Uh, move, speaking of dominance... Moving over to the Chiefs and the Patriots. This wasn't as dominant as you would once think. The Chiefs really didn't have the game they should have against this Patriots team. And I know it's a I know it's a Bill Belichick led team. I know that's one of the worst things that you can go against is a Bill Belichick led team. Or Bill Belichick led defense more, but I I can't imagine how disappointed they are in what and what they were just and what they just showed. I can't. I genuinely can't imagine how they feel with it. It just doesn't feel like they should. They should have won that. Uh, Chiefs moving up after the 27-17 win. I forgot to mention that. Chiefs moving up to competing for the first seed again. I don't think they're going to get it, but they're competing again, at least. Um, and then the Patriots, of course, just was out of playoff contention, like, by week five. Like, yes, they still had a chance, but no, they're eliminated. Uh, They were eliminated by then. Uh, Going to the Chiefs stats, Patrick Mahomes, 305 yards, two touchdowns, and two picks, which is what really was weird for me. Jerick McKinnon threw a touchdown also. No running game from the Chiefs, but... Rasheed Rice, 91 yards through the air and a touchdown. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, a touchdown. Jarek McKinnon, a touchdown. Willie Gay gets a pick, and that's really all the defense could do. Bailey Zappi did not play the best game. 180 yards from him and one touchdown, one pick. No running game from him, but Kevin Harris does get a touchdown. Um... Hunter Henry leads the team in receiving 66 yards and a touchdown for him. Uh, Jelani Tavai gets a pick. Marte Mapu gets a pick. And really, both of those were just over the middle, just complete whiffs on Patrick Mahomes' part. 
And you don't really see a lot of those, so it's insane when you do see them. Oh, excuse me, sorry. Um, moving over to Texans and the Titans. The Titans, back in the Oilers uniforms. But, yeah. Um, yeah, did not go their way. Case Keenum leading the team for an injured C.J. Stroud. 229 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Devin Singletary goes off 121 yards. And he goes off. I, I'm taking blame for him going off because I benched him in fantasy when I knew I shouldn't have. Because every time I bench someone I, I think will play bad, they go out of their mind. I had like 100 points on the bench by itself. Jordan Addison, Jared Goff, and Devin Singletary were all on my bench, and they just went completely off. Just didn't unexpected. Uh, Noah Brown leads the team in receiving yards, 82 for a touchdown. Uh, Steven Nelson gets a pick, but that's really all that happens for them. Will Levis, not playing the good of a game, but 199 yards and a pick. Not bad, but would love to see a touchdown there. Uh... Tajay Spears, 30 yards, no touchdowns, but uh, Will Levis gets a touchdown on the ground. Derrick Henry, just what happened to you, man? Not 16 yards, or 16 carries for 9 yards. Ah, I feel bad. Uh, Traylon Burks leads the team with receiving 62 yards, no touchdowns across the board for them. Elijah Molden gets a pick. That's really all the defense did. Um, It was just... A 19-16 loss for the Titans. The Texans move up to 8-6. and six. Titans fall to 5-9. and nine. Texans fighting for a playoff spot, too. You would probably also call me crazy if I told you that that was happening. Uh, moving over to a complete and utter blowout. 49ers and Cardinals. 49ers 45. Cardinals 29. 49ers move to 11-3. Cardinals fall to 3-11. and 11. Uh... Brock Purdy, 242, four touchdowns, no picks. Insane Brock Purdy performance. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, 115 on the on the ground in a touchdown, 72 through the air and two touchdowns. Debo Samuel gets two touchdowns as well. Two picks for Traverius Ward. Other than that, really did nothing. And sucks for the Cardinals because Kyler Murray, 211 yards, one touchdown, Two picks that we just talked about. James Conner, 86 yards and a touchdown. Amari uh, Dermercado, Dermercado, I think it's Dermercado, with a touchdown. Trey McBride, 102 yards through the air. No touchdowns for him. Elijah Higgins gets that touchdown. Defense just couldn't do anything against the 49ers and just get stomped. Just get stomped. 49ers take the one seed in the NFC. But careful, the lions are the lions are chugging along. They're coming for that one seed, Niners. If you lose to the Ravens on Monday, and then circle back and lose again, you're looking at uh, you're looking at a very upset team. I'm just saying. Uh, moving over to the Commanders and the Rams. Rams ended up taking it twenty-eight to twenty, <laughs> moving up to seven and seven, back to five hundred. 
but we know that changed to eight and seven after Thursday. Uh, Sam Howell, 102 yards, a touchdown and a pick. Jacoby Brissett has to come in 124 yards, two touchdowns. No running game for him. Excuse me. Terry McLaurin, 141 yards and a touchdown. Curtis Samuel, 41 yards and two touchdowns. Insane game for that wide receiver core. Other than that, really couldn't get anything done. Matthew Stafford, 258 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Kyron Williams, 152 yards and a touchdown. Insane game from Kyron. Cooper Cup's also back, 111 yards and a touchdown. Puka Nakua, 50 yards. Demarcus Robinson, back from the dead from the Ravens, 44 yards and a touchdown. A pick from John Johnson the third. This team's looking like they uh, looking like the Super Bowl team that they once were, and it is uh, it's scary. They're putting the league on notice here. Uh, moving over to the Cowboys and the Bills. Blowout from the Bills, thirty-one to ten. Bills move up to eight and six. Cowboys fall to ten and four. If they lose one more time, the Cowboys Lions take their second seed, and they could even. Have that loss happen to the Lions? Just saying. Uh, Dak Prescott, 134 yards, no touchdowns, and a pick. No rushing game. Tony Pollard, 52 yards is the most. CeeDee Lamb gets a touchdown on the ground, though. And 53 yards to the air, but no touchdowns there. Defense did nothing. Josh Allen comes back 94 yards in the air and a touchdown. No, I don't I don't know how that happens, but I do. James Cook, 179 on the ground and a touchdown. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And that's exactly what they did with the James Cook running, uh, rushing attack. He could have had 200 yards. If he's so pleased, he could have had 200 yards. Uh, Josh Allen on the ground gets a touchdown. Latavius Murray, also a touchdown on the ground. James Cook caught a touchdown in the air as well. Just a legacy game for James Cook. Insane. A pick for Christian Benford as well. 31-10, like I said, insane just blowout game. And then another blowout game, Ravens and the Jaguars on Sunday Night Football. We've been waiting all day. Um, Ravens win 23-7, move up to 11-3, take the first seed back from the Dolphins. Jaguars fall to 8 and 6 Lamar Jackson, 171 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. You're thinking, how is that better than Trevor Lawrence, 264, and a touchdown? 97 yards on the ground. Could have been 100 if they called another rushing play for him. Gus Edwards, 58 yards in the, on the ground and a touchdown. Keaton Mitchell, 73 yards. Terrace's ACL, though, which I like. I need to figure out how to donate one. Um, he, he, he needs to come back. Um, Isaiah Likely, 70 yards and a touchdown. Insane game from him. Nobody else ever even matched to it. Uh, Kyle Hamilton basically led the defense here. Uh, yes, Justin Matabike was the only person to get a sack. There were no picks, but Kyle Hamilton was everywhere. Proved why he is the best safety in the league right now, in my opinion. Uh, moving over to the Jaguars, 264 yards for the for Trevor Lawrence, like I said, and a touchdown. He also had 41 on the ground. Leading the team through Travis Etienne's 31 on the ground also. Jamal Agnew, 70 yards through the air and a touchdown. 
Zay Jones only 59. Defense just stuffed him. Rayshon Jenkins is the one who got the pick, but that was it was it was Lamar's fault. But it was a good play by Rayshon Jenkins. Really good play by Rayshon Jenkins. So I can't really blame him for that. Ravens look to be a powerhouse for this uh, for this Super Bowl. I'm just gonna say it. I think the Lions Ravens Super Bowl can happen. The Lions just need to get through the 49ers. That's all I think. I think if Dan Campbell can beat a Kyle Shanahan led offense, the Lions are in the Super Bowl with the Ravens. I I, I don't see it any other way. Uh moving over to our last game, the Eagles and the Seahawks. And what a what a Cinderella story is the word I'm looking for. For Drew Locke. Second game, he didn't even know if he was playing until game time. And Jalen Hurts, 143 yards, two picks. Drew Locke beating him 208 and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Kenneth Walker, Zach Charbonnet, both combined for 100 yards, 102 yards, I think, actually. Uh, touchdown for Kenneth Walker. Jackson Smith and Jigba catches a touchdown, that, which pretty much let, won the game. Actually, if I'm going through that first, Jalen Hurts, two touchdowns on the ground. DeAndre Swift, nothing, of course. Uh, receiving was not really anything. But if I'm going through, like, what won the game? Let me go through this entire dry. Let me go through this entire game. With six minutes left in the first, a three-yard touchdown run by Jalen Hurts, move up seven. Six minutes left in the second, a field goal by Jack Elliott. The Eagles are now up 10 nothing. Field goal by Jason Myers. Seahawks come back before the second quarter ends. Ten minutes left in the third. Kenneth Walker scores a 23-yard touchdown. It's now tied 10-10. Four minutes left in the third. Jalen Hurts gets another rushing touchdown, 17-10. In the fourth quarter, ten minutes left. Jason Myers kicks a field goal, moving it to 13-7. And then insane pass from Drew Locke to DK Metcalf. Just insane, perfect ball. You say the word dot and that ball to DK Metcalf will come up. And then he throws the winning touchdown pass with 28 seconds left to Jackson Smith and Jigba, 29 yards out. Seahawks win 20 to 17. They move up to seven and seven, have a playoff spot in their in their view. Eagles fall their fourth, not fourth, their third game in a row, 10 and four. Insane. I don't know what that means for this season, but I am hoping. I am hoping it means that the Eagles fall even further. I want the Lions playoff to look, if they don't get the first seed, I want the Lions playoff to look Rams in Ford Field. Beat Matthew Stafford. Kill off that demon, which is not really a demon. It's a demon of respect. Move over to Philly and demolish a Matt Patricia-led defense. Absolutely massacre it. And Darius Slay is on... Wait a minute. That just clicked in my head. Darius Slay is playing for Matt Patricia again. 
Why did they think that would be a good idea? No wonder he's been playing awful. He hates him. He hates it there now. Poor Darius Slay. Just poor, poor Darius Slay, man. All right, let's get into the prediction segment of this podcast. We already know how the Thursday night game went. I was going to predict Rams anyways, but I can't take the credit for that. Starting off with the Bengals and the Steelers, I'm taking the Bengals here. I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to. Actually, you know what? You know what? I'm doing something I don't think I've done in a while. Bengals Steelers end in a tie. Bengals Steelers end ends in a tie. Four thirty tomorrow is a tie game. Going over to Bills and the Chargers. Taking the Bills here. I don't think a non-Brandon Staley-led team is just going to completely flip, especially now that it's the, just their first week with a new head coach. I don't I don't think it's going to flip very well. Moving over to Commanders and the Jets, I'm taking the Jets, actually. If Zach Wilson is healthy, I feel like he can lead this Jets team uh, for to a win against the Commanders. I, I, I think the Jets are eliminated from playoff contention. But they could just end the season out well, have Aaron Rodgers come back to a very good team, get Zach Wilson his complete and utter trade value. Both Works out for both sides. Lions and the Vikings, I'm taking the Lions here, of course. Why wouldn't I? Going to the Browns and the Texans, I'm actually taking the Browns. I hate saying I'm taking the Browns because I hate rooting for the Browns. Especially since they're a game behind the Ravens, or two games behind the Ravens. But I think the I think Joe Flacco just dices up that defense. I I I, I, I Yeah. Well, I just think Joe Flacco just dices it up entirely. Um moving over to Packers and the Panthers. Taking the Pan uh, Packers. My wow, my body just wanted me to say Panthers. Because I I just don't want to root for the Packers. Also, that it's I uh, I yeah I, I hate it I I I I hate it. Um, moving over to Seahawks and the Titans. Uh, if Will Levis is healthy, I think the Titans could win. I have to take the Seahawks though, even though it would help the Lions get get a playoff spot if they lose. I think this team is rallying around Drew Locke so much that even if he de- even if he does play, this Seahawks team is going to be so much better off. Uh, moving over to Colts and the Falcons, Colts are going to take that clean. I don't think I, I think it's going to be a shutout. I, I think that is a twenty-eight point shutout for the Colts. Jags Buccaneers taking the Buccaneers. Baker Mayfield going to have another big, huge game. Uh, Cowboys Dolphins. Taking the Dolphins. I'm saying I'm saying the Dolphin the Cowboys fall one more. Lions win. And the Lions take the second seed. Moving over to Cardinals and the Bears. I'm going for a Cardinals upset. Cardinals upset. Ring ring the upset alarms. Woo woo woo. Cardinals upset. Plain and simple right there. Patriots of Broncos, I'm taking the Broncos. As much as I think the Patriots could very well win this, I I I I pre- I, I really want to think. I really want to want the Patriots to win. Are the Broncos to win? Wait. 
yeah, I really want the Patriots to win. Excuse me. But I, I think the Broncos just take it. Go on to Raiders, Chiefs, Chiefs all the way. Giants, Eagles. You know what? I, I'm calling for another upset. Eagles lose again to the Giants. Giants pull off a Christmas upset. Christmas miracle. Tommy Cutlets just just loving the game. <laughs> He's going to go home, eat his gabagool, you know, your, your stereotypical Italian stuff. It's going to be phenomenal for him. And then moving over to the final Christmas game, 8 o'clock, lights down low, Ravens and the 49ers, Super Bowl... A Super Bowl uh, contending contending Super Bowl teams that I am so here for. We have John Harbaugh and his lookalike at quarterback Brock Purdy. I think the Ravens are going to take this, but I don't think it's going to be a fun game to watch. I think it's going to go down to a Justin Tucker, like, 50-yard field goal last second. I think it's going to be high scoring also. I think that it's going to be a good defensive game, but the offenses are just way too high-powered. I, I or, or, no, I think it's going to be perfect, not perfect, but a beautiful game for both sides. Lamar throws two touchdowns. Brock Purdy throws two touchdowns. Brock Purdy throws two picks. Lamar throws a pick. Both le- both have fumbles that lead to defensive touchdowns. And as we go, Brock Purdy, that th- uh, game that Brock Purdy th- throws two picks in, he usually loses those games. So I'm taking the Ravens. Last second field goal. I'm predicting a Rams-Chiefs score. You know, 38-35. Ravens end up taking it. I would love to see that game, but it would kill me to see that game. I'd be so worried to see that game, but I would love to see that. Christmas ends on a beautiful note. I would love it. And speaking of ending, that is going to do it for this week. I I appreciate it so much. I love you from the bottom of my heart if you listen all the way through, especially to the end means the world to me keeps this thing going keeps my motivation going i even though i love doing this it doesn't happen without people listening i appreciate it so much um yeah merry christmas happy holidays you know we are we are here for christmas games i hope you get everything you ask for santa does you nicely you know um yeah that's going to do it I'll see you next week. I love you all. Yeah, peace.